Good afternoon, football fans, and welcome to episode 59 of Sports Talk with Rags. And today we have with us ODU football alum Robbie Duncan with us. Uh, Robbie, how are you doing this afternoon? Doing good, Rags. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Uh, hey, let's uh, start off there at the there at the beginning. Um, let's see uh, what. Um, I know you went to high school in Northern Virginia, but what uh, got the uh, itch to uh, play football here at the next level when you were in high school? Uh, the the want to play at the next level has always had always been there um, ever since little school when I was in fifth grade when I first started. <clears throat> Once I f- figured out I could play it, and I really kind of developed a love for it back then. And then I just knew that I could play at the next level, so. So that was that was part of it. I was just confident in myself and and uh, wanted to continue playing and not stop after high school. So going to ODU um, was pretty much a no brainer for me. There was a lot of family connections there. My grandfather was a Hall of Fame basketball player there, so there was that was pretty special to me to be able to you know be a part of the same school and and kind of build my own legacy there like he did. Um, so that was a lot had a lot to do with it. Plus, my parents both went there. Um, so there was a lot of reasons to do so. Plus, being part of the brand new startup program that was that was a big uh, uh, bring in for a lot of us too. Me and the other players that ended up joining too. Being part of the first team was was pretty special. Yes, and uh, talk about uh, connection. So before we started, I was talking about uh, one friend that I grew up with that gave me this uh, opportunity through Streamyard, but then. Another friend that I met uh, back in August '87 is uh, is your dad's uh, cousin, and I know that uh, Kevin also mm-hmm. uh, also went to went to Old Dominion. So definitely uh, many uh, family members uh, for you connected to uh, connected to the Monarchs, uh, the school there on Hampton Boulevard. That's right. Yeah, it was. Uh... It was special, you know. Every every Saturday, there was. I mean, uh, I couldn't even over tw- you know over ten digits uh, <laughs> or, or ten ten fingers. I could count how many people were there. It was a lot of family members that were there every Saturday, and you know, always checking in and, and calling and seeing how things were, and just excited in general for the the new program. Plus, the idea that I was part of it was was really cool to them. So there was a lot of support on my end for sure. Yes. Uh, so how, I mean, not only the uh, family connection and uh, the family history being connected with, uh, with Old Dominion, but, but also uh, being, uh, what, a, what an opportunity to be part of uh, FCS um, at first, uh, you know, before they even thought about going to where they are today. But, mm-hmm. you know, just with it being a, a startup startup program and you were one of the uh so-called uh charter charter member players Mm -hmm. yeah and being a part of that program or the startup program was another was one of the reasons why i mentioned before why i went there it was also because um after i had graduated i wasn't as highly recruited as i liked i was getting a lot of d3 looks and maybe a couple d2 looks but i knew i could play at that fcs level that odu was going to be playing in so um, originally, they brought me in as a preferred walk-on, and then uh, after the first two seasons, I played my way 
in the starting lineup, even in the first season, but kind of established myself as a core player for them. And, and they put me on full scholarship after that uh, second year. So that was pretty, pretty special um, achievement. That I really hang my hat on was, you know, kind of beating the competition. You know, they brought in a ton of Juco transfers and, you know, some bigger name uh, high school recruits that came in and, you know, I always made myself, you know, inexpendable or that's the word to use, but I made myself an important piece on that offensive line. I, in my opinion, and um, I think that showed with me being a four-year starter too. Um, so yeah, being a part of that program was my best shot at playing initially and to really compete compared to like walking on or going to another school where they have people established and, you know, more of an uphill climb to, to, to uh, go on compared to being part of a brand new program. Yes. And I uh, did see that, uh, you know, you definitely, um, definitely played in um, every, every game, you know, and then, um, you know, what your uh, red shirt sophomore year started um, uh, being a starter. And then, and then, like you said, the, uh, the, the last two seasons uh, there with uh, starting on the offensive line, but, but there with the offensive line, I mean, it's uh, it's definitely uh, down and down and dirty job. I mean, uh, the ODU offense was uh, definitely uh, high scoring and had a lot of yards. But you you see the name in the uh, newspaper there with the quarterback and the and the running back. But with uh, the running back having holes and the quarterback having time to throw, you know, definitely. Uh, kudos to his line. Yeah, we, we were pretty good. We were pretty special and we were well coached too. Um, a couple of years we had coach Scott, Brian Scott, who was our offense coordinator. He was also the offensive line coach in the early days. And then it kind of shifted here and there between his role and uh, coach Ziskowski. He was also uh, involved with that. And Bill D rest in peace was also involved with the offensive line during my days. Um, I want to say the last year I was there was when he was the defensive coordinator, or maybe it was the year before that, but okay. um, it was coach Scott, coach Ziskowski, and, and uh, we all called him coach Z and then coach D was involved as well. So we had some good coaches around us. And um, so we, we credit a lot of that to them, but we were a very well knit group as well. So, and, and the chemistry uh, really played a role in our communication on the line and, just how we executed in general. So it was a very uh, complex process, you know, a lot of moving parts, but we, you know, despite the talent around us were, I, I believe we were a big part of why that offense was so good during those days. Right. Yes. Yeah. And they, um, you know, 2011, you guys, 2011 and 2012 got into the uh, FCS, FCS, uh, playoffs and mm -hmm. uh definitely uh some some early success there with uh with playing in the CAA as well. Yeah, it was the CAA is, you know, we we all called it the SEC of FCS mm -hmm. level football play. I mean, you had James Madison, Richmond, uh uh who else? Um William William Mary. Mary, excuse me. There was a bunch of others. It was very very um competitive conference. Towson was in our conference at the time. They started off being somewhat on the lower level of our 
conference, but then they are my junior and senior year. They were right up there. Um, So it was very competitive. And, you know, the winner of that conference really kind of went through the gauntlet to, to get to the playoffs. So, so that was very, we really kind of um, took benefited from that uh, conference and made us competitive to uh, make a run at the national championship, which we almost did if we could have gotten past Georgia Southern, but uh, (laughs) if we could have, we, I think we would have been, you know, we would have gone far, but that triple option of theirs and they were good in general, that triple option was tough to stop on, on defense. But um, I think a lot of that, the, the conference level in general was, was uh, really fun to play in and, and the fan interaction, the, the rivalry that we had formed, you know, early on with that conference was pretty special too. I mean, William and Mary right from the get go didn't like us very much. And James Madison didn't like us. And, and and that made the the uh, environment game on game days that much better. You know, the fans were into it. I think personally, we sh- you know we're, the the college is making more money now at, at CUSA, and the, and I think they're going in a good direction right now with the new coaching staff and all. But I still kind of believe that had we stayed at the uh, CAA level and played in FCS, we'd still be very successful. And who knows, maybe if you know, made another run at the championship after that with, with Taylor, after I graduated after my years, but um, that was, that was a lot of fun being in that, in that level for sure. Right. And not only uh, did we talk about the uh, in-state in-state schools that were just a short, short drive or, you know, even, even James Madison, you know, if the, if the traffic's good, I mean, that, that's, uh, three hour, three hour drive, you know, but, uh, you know, Richmond and James Madison, I mean, they've since, since won the, um, an FCS, uh, title, but, uh, yeah, I remember, uh, being in the stands there with, uh, Norfolk state and, um, and then Georgia Southern, um, Mm -hmm. the next week. And then the, then the next year with, uh, you know, beating coastal Carolina and then, and then uh, I had something come up. I couldn't be in the stands for the next time Georgia Southern, but I did. I did watch um, and listen to uh, Ted's call. But yeah, stinking, uh, stinking Georgia, Georgia Southern. You know, with that, that triple option. You know, but uh, definitely good to good to have success. And I know when you were when you were an upperclassman. You know, uh, some. Um, uh, um, underclassmen that made impacts on Old Dominion's football team, uh, you know, Heineke and, and uh, Ricky Lovato, you know, started uh, being part of the program and definitely uh, have had successful uh, careers after Old Dominion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and uh, there's been a couple others too along the way. Zach Paschal has kind okay. of carved his own path. He's, he started off as an undrafted free agent, he was with Washington for for training camp for a little bit, and then the Colts picked him up, and he's made himself a, a pretty important piece of that wide receiver core for the Colts. And then uh, who else? Um, there's been a couple others. O'Shane Zimenez was drafted. He was our first drafted player, which was pretty yeah. cool. Right. Um, Rashad Coward has made his way in the NFL as a back reserve offensive lineman and fighting to compete each, each year. Um, that's an interesting 
uh, move too. He was a defensive lineman for ODU. Um, he he took over my number. You know, he, he was he was the new fifty seven after I left and uh, made some did some damage at D tackle and, and then he, the Bears picked him up and moved him to offensive line. So that was you know really really cool thing for him to make that transition after college to the NFL and and still be on a roster at this point. That's that's uh, really kind of helped carve a way for ODU now. Um, so yeah, we're, we're really kind of coming up there in, in the after college, uh, aspect and, in making a way in the NFL, we're putting ourselves on the map now. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, uh, I remember, uh, getting, going down there and, uh, standing in line at the Ted, you know, when they were first, uh, doing the, doing the sales and then, uh, going over to Greenbrier. <laughs> Um, the mm-hmm. Buffalo Wild Wings there with uh, Coach Wilder's uh, first first coaches show, you know, just uh, right there on the ground level and see where see where it's at uh, now. So, what was um, what was for you after after Old Dominion? Uh, for me, after ODU, I uh, I graduated in 2012 in the winter of college 2012 and uh, did some coaching on the side to back up in Northern Virginia for a little bit. And then, um, that's had a, you know, daytime job in the before between that. But, uh, um, we moved to back down to the seven, five, seven, a couple years later and, uh, followed my family there and we're here in the seven, five, seven now. And, um, I'm coaching at Western branch high school and, and, uh, working in Chesapeake public schools as well. So it's, things are going pretty well for me and I'm, I'm married and, I got a two-year-old now with a beautiful little girl, and yeah, things things are going pretty well for me since uh, ODU. Yeah, well, that's that's good. I know that uh, you know also with your family being connected to Old Dominion. I know that there's a long uh, long tradition here of uh, Bruin alums there there in your family, and uh, I know that I graduated in '94. Uh, Dre Bly. You know, uh, grew up with uh, my sister and I, and I think uh, Coach uh, Cook. I think he's he's from ninety seven, ninety eight time frame. But uh, then also another assistant there for the uh, Bruins. Uh, grew up with uh, Charles Thomas, and I work with uh, Eric Black. So uh, mm-hmm. definitely, and then Eric Santamaro. So it's uh, definitely nice to have some. Uh, have some connections there to the uh, to the school still uh, tied in with the uh, with the football program. Yeah, and my mom is in Western yeah. Branch with as the high, uh, choir teacher too. So that's right. <laughs> but I couldn't ask for a better group of guys to coach with. Uh, coach yeah. Cook is, I think, he's really, really uh, setting the groundwork for turning this program around to its historical, you know, greatness. You know, yeah. we. We got some good players here, but the staff as well, Coach Thomas and 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 Santa Morrow and Black, they all bring a certain aspect to the team that that's exciting, and the players really kind of buy in and and they're ready ready to compete and do some damage. So we're we're feeling pretty good about what's coming up this this uh, this coming fall season. Yeah, and uh, let's see here with it being uh, July twentieth, I guess uh, I guess uh, two a days or. Uh you know, official start of uh, practice here is uh, right around the corner. What first week of August, last week of July? 
Last week of July, we we start July 29th, so it's sure. it's here. It's pretty much here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I I've seen uh, I've seen the schedule. <laughs> I think uh, what around uh, Labor Day weekend. I think is when uh, the first the first game is and uh, goes to the first week in November. But it'll be uh, it'll be good good to have uh, come uh, Friday night uh, falls. Uh, High school, I know, is probably a little bit uh, different, um, not only with the pandemic, but having the uh, having the regular season in spring, especially with that uh, first game being a being a monsoon against Great Branch. Yeah, the, that spring season was, you know, in the grand scheme of things for us, it was a a good trial run. You know, we're a brand new program. We're we're considering ourselves a brand new program, new you know, new coaching staff and all. Um, see where we're at and and. But yeah, first two weeks was was hardly any any way to evaluate what was on going on in the field. Everybody was, you know, running through the swamp. It was right. it was terrible. I mean that that whole month of February was all rain pretty much, and then the first week the field was just it. The game in hindsight shouldn't been played at all because I mean three nothing. That was it. No, <laughs> no offense was able to be executed <laughs> the only reason you know great bridge was able to score is we gave up two uh what was it, offside penalties right near the end of the game to give them in uh kicking territory so uh but yeah it was it was good it was a good way to um you know get some practice get some reps in good good practice for and a game experience for our young players and we're very young that's the other thing i mean we will have some key guys being seniors this year, but um, overall a very young program. That's, that's got surprising amount of experience for as young as they are. So that spring season was a, a quite the challenge, you know, coaching with pandemic and COVID protocol. It, it was really tough, but uh, I think it, in the, in the grand scheme of things, they're going to be better for it. Players and coaching staff alike. Right. Yeah. And um, I know that. Uh, so we talked about Old Dominion's first drafted uh, player. I know that uh, Ricky Lovato was the first one to get a Super Bowl ring there with right. uh, landing that job with the with the Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. But I know that uh, I know that Heineke. I mean, uh, it was uh, awesome to see uh, Ron Rivera and um, Scott Turner give him a give them another chance since they knew them uh, when they were uh, part of Carolina's coaching staff. And it was a nice, uh, nice run that uh, Taylor had there with the, uh, with the football team and uh, starting, starting against the, against the Bucks there in the playoffs. Yeah. The, being a Washington fan, that was just double special for me. It was amazing. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't contain myself the whole game. I, the way he played, in that Tampa game was the same Taylor Heineke yeah. that I played with in, at ODU. That was just like the UNH game where he threw 700 yards. That was, I mean, same level, same level play. It was amazing. Just yeah. came up short at the end. And um, I'm, I'm glad that he's part of the conversation. He may not start over Fitzpatrick this coming season, but you know, in the grand scheme of things, he's a very good backup to have for Fitzpatrick. And when his numbers called, whether he, wins the competition in training camp if it's an actual competition like they say it is we you know we'll see but um he's going to be very reliable a very good backup to have and a guy that can make plays happen if he is the starter he's he's very 
very smart. He knows how to take what the defense gives him. He doesn't, he's not a hero ball kind of guy. He, he takes what he's, what they give him and, and makes him pay for it. You know, if they're going to blitz him a lot, he'll find that hot route and then dump it off and get rid of it. Um, he, he, he's going to be great when he gets that shot again. And I hope he really is given a, a true competition this, this, uh, this coming training camp for the, for Washington. Cause in the grand scheme of things, it makes Fitzpatrick a better player and it makes Taylor a better player, you know, right. wh- whether Fitzpatrick starts or not. So um, I, I just think it's awesome that he's even been able to be part of this conversation and, and be talked about as much as he is com- after, you know, like if you told me going into that, his first game when he came in for DeMarco against UMass, yes, that he would be, you know, that he was down the road would go toe to toe with Tom Brady. Right. That I, 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 you know, I wouldn't believe it. And, and it's so cool that that actually has happened. And, and he's really getting a shot to make a career with the NFL now. Yeah. And that's uh, you know, my wife couldn't go to that UMass game. So my dad went with me and, you know, I saw uh, DeMarco get injured and, and this freshman comes on and then, you talk about the UNH game. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, that's one of the most uh, exciting college football games I've ever I've ever seen seen in person. But uh, yeah. you know, and you want to talk about a small world. You know, my dad um, is a retired Coast Guard. I don't know uh, your teammate Mike Justice, but his dad and and my dad, long time long time friends from the Coast Guard. But I know that. Uh, Mike came down to Old Dominion here and was part of the football program as well. He was. Mike and I were good friends. He, he and him and uh, a couple other guys were. We were sweetmates for a good number of t- long time at at ODU. So, yeah, Mike was. Mike's awesome. He 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 was a big dude. He was taller than me, six seven <laughs> or so. He, crazy height. Uh, unfortunately, wasn't able to get onto the starting lineup, but he was a, a key reserve for us and and was a good presence in the locker room and. Yeah, I really did like Mike. I haven't heard from him much recently, but um, our, our experience at college was was great. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And, hey, as we wrap up, uh, what's uh, what's the podcast that you that you do uh, here uh, here currently? Sure, yeah. I'm with uh, Chad Ryan. If, if those of you that follow are him on Twitter, he's from Australia, and he's a big Washington fan. He Originally, the, the podcast was called the Redskins Capital Connection, but obviously they're not called that anymore. So right. now we're called the Washington Wrap. It's a, it's a quick 10-minute uh, hit uh, show that we do covering usually one topic, and the goal is to wrap it up in 10 minutes. And, and it's uh, it should be good. It keeps people's attention for – we don't ask him to pay, pay attention longer than 10 minutes. So it should be easy to, to check in and check out afterwards. And we'll hit and do a little bit more than just one a week kind of thing. So it's, it's been fun so far and, and it's really going to ramp up once the season starts for the NFL and in Washington. So, yeah. All right, Robbie. Well, Hey, thanks again for, uh, for your time. And, uh, thanks for, uh, Thanks for coming on and uh, be um, be following that uh, that podcast, and I'll try to uh, make it out to um, Bruin Field on Friday nights. Are you? Um, let's see. So, do you? Since you've graduated from Old Dominion in 2012, uh, 
do you try to make uh, as many football games as you can? Now that I'm down here, I try to. Um, it's still kind of uh, – it's been tough to get a ticket for for me. Uh, the, the alumni reach out wasn't as great as I would have liked, but um, I did make it out to a couple homecoming games and been to a couple homecoming events and stuff, so that was good. But uh, I do want to make it out to see more, especially with this new coaching staff. I'm pretty excited with what Coach Ronnie is bringing. So I'd like to see that in person and, and experience it. And I'm really kind of enjoying the fact that I can be a fan now. Like it's, you know, right. I don't feel as, I'm not as in, in the know anymore. I'm, I'm on outsider now and I can be a, a true fan yeah. with, for the staff, for the program than I was before. So I, I will try to get out there and, and see as many as I can. Yes. So, uh, all right, Robbie. Well, hey, thanks again for uh, joining joining me today. And we had uh, ODU uh, football alum here at the uh, the ground ground level back there in uh, 2008. And uh, so uh, now you can uh, see them on the sidelines as part of uh, Western Branch High School varsity football staff. And mm -hmm. uh, thanks again, Robbie. And uh, that's a wrap. All right. Thank you.